0: Welcome to I Don't Want to Grow Up, the podcast where two guys who wonder where the pit in the movie 300 goes talk about how things were infinitely better when they were kids and spend an entire episode convincing themselves that they're right. It's just a giant hole in the ground. It is, but someone had to have dug it, right? I mean, was it, it could've just been there. It was a natural formation. <laughs> this is our home. Where they, <laughs> we're this is it, boys. <laughs> what should we call it? <laughs> our home. Whole whole holy land. Right, we're gonna go with Sparta instead. <laughs> Perfect, Greg. <laughs> nice. Greg the Sparta. <laughs> Na- Sparta means hole. Uh, whole. <laughs> the classic Greek word for whole. <laughs> Yeah. My favorite Shia LaBeouf movie is Spartans. <laughs> what? It's Greek. It's Greek. You wouldn't get it. I'm Jordan Stratton. and I am Felix Jason Schlater. I don't well, know. We're why. going to full names. I don't know why I did middle name. I just I refused, it felt right. I don't I refused to say what my middle <laughs> name is. I won't do it. I'm not ashamed of it. I just don't think anyone deserves that information. It deserves middle names or No. Oh, oh, my my to the knowledge of what my middle name Got is. Got it. Yeah. Got it. It's Jordan. Um, so work, work, the balance of work and play. Just, just, just the laziest parrots. Jordan, he needs a middle name. Just, Spot, how about just, holes? just say the same one. Just say the same as the first. We nailed it the first time. Make it the second name, too. I like that our default accent for anybody is just deep south. Like, okay, what is he, a Greek god? Yeah. South. It works. It works. It works. We're calling this place Sparta. Anyone have anything to say about it? If you do, I'm going to kick you in this hole. <laughs> I don't have any problems with how I'm not going to go in that (laughs) hole. I'm going to go do some (laughs) sit-ups. So this is a holes episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. The movie. (laughs) He was just going to review the movie holes with Shia (laughs) LaBeouf. Seven out of ten. Great. I love it. This has been a great episode. Would watch again. (laughs) So the balance of work and play. Yeah. We're talking about work and play today, which we haven't done like a balance, a yin and yang type of episode before. Mm -hmm. So this might be a little dicey, a little interesting. I'm ready. You're ready. I'm, my, I'm ready. My spirit's ready. <laughs> Take me. Um, so work and play, because we've always dealt with this dynamic at every, well, at most moments in our life. Whether, I mean, even though we didn't, <laughs> there are child labor laws. We don't have, <laughs> we weren't in a factory, <laughs> you know, making nails <laughs> mm. when I was seven. Jordan wasn't. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, but we were. we were in school. We were... Learning those those times tables mm. and then doing the homeworks. Which math is different now. What? Math is different. It's like core. core Common math? core. Common core. Yeah. Core. Yeah, I Coming still don't in, know. I've heard, I've heard this, the whispers of yeah, Common Core. Yeah. I don't know. I don't actually know what it is. I'm and terrified. I'm as scared. A parent. I don't yeah. know. I don't. It's, kn- you're way closer to that. Mm. By the time I have kids and they're doing math, I mean, <laughs> it's going to be something completely new. It'll be a new. 20 year cycle, and it's going to come back to it's, when It's like you're they're a like, kid. Like, yeah, they're fads. <laughs> they're going to go back. They're like, no, they had a right long division. Why are we going back to that accent? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't know how to do math the way we do, we kick them in this hole. <laughs> That's that that phrase has been said now in an Alabama school (laughs) somewhere (laughs) okay but here we're not talking about work or school or play specifically but rather just the balance and what Mm -hmm. that feels like as an adult and as a kid and what does how do those how have those changed over the years so I want to know how you as uh as Jordan the kid uh, <laughs> Call back. Yeah, I want to know how you kind of dealt with homework. I mean, because as as kids, oh, we didn't have jobs. We didn't have right. well, you know, we had chores, and our main obligation during the school year was school work. Mm-hmm. School was our job, right? So oh, I, I had those parents that were like, school comes first. Mm-hmm. Like we, if any, if you need money for anything, really, to school, we will, you know, we'll make it work. You know, even if things are tight, like we'll we'll make school is always our priority. Mm-hmm. That being said. Um, I wasn't great about homework. Mm. I wasn't great about. I mean, I would get it usually get it done. Um, when I was younger, you know, in elementary school, <laughs> parents would, you know, the, I would be. It would be a priority right when I got home, get it done. But as I got you know older into middle school, high school, it was kind of my parents were pretty hands off. I got good grades. I was, but I was never. It wasn't until college really that I, I had to study for things. Really, mm-hmm. um, what about what about having to study in like? In high school. I mean high school there are times when it's like, okay, there's a there's a test. I've gotta figure out how to cram this information in my head that we've been learning all semester. How how did you deal with that? I mean not to toot my own horn, but I did go <laughs> through the Kentucky school systems <laughs> and I mean they are not top notch. <laughs> and that being said, um I didn't I didn't really have to I did I don't think I ever really learned to study until I got to college. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um so homework was not, it was something that I ended up procrastinating more and more, especially as high school went on. It was something that, you know, my friends and I, if we were in higher level classes, AP classes, those kinds of things, we would end up, you're just being like, Hey, did, can you just do this section? I'll do that section. Oh, <laughs> nice. We'll just you like share and notes friends. and then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, it just, it didn't become a, I didn't have to learn to be like, Oh, I have to read books. Oh, no! When, and, and then when I got to college huh. to actually do tests. So how did that, how did that go when you were in college? Since it oh, didn't have not great <laughs> at first <laughs> completely. Yeah. I was done. not, uh, I was not a good student as well. I, I, I always understood the concepts, uh, first round, mm-hmm. you know, you always had uh, the kids who didn't quite get it and the kids who just didn't care. And then you had the kids who, could, who got it right away. Yeah, And I felt like I was one of those students who I would, my brain would parse it out and say, cool, got it. What's next? And then push that information out of my brain. And it would, like, I would have no reason to call back to that info uh, until test time. And I realized, oh, right, I learned that but I didn't retain it. Yeah. I didn't retain it. So studying, to me, felt pointless. Uh-huh. Like the, the obligation of, okay, I've got to go home and I've got to read the last five chapters of this book because right. it's going to be a test at the end of this week. And I mean, like doing assignments is different from studying, I think. Right. But like if we go over an entire section of a book for uh for a, half of a semester and yeah. there's a, a big final at the end or something and we're covering all of those core concepts. The idea of going back and skimming through to remember those things Ooh, yeah. was something where I was like, ah, I think I got it. Yeah. I think I got it. And then the results of the test came back and he did not got it. He did not. <laughs> Felix did, in fact, not got it. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think there was a single, does anyone actually read any books assigned to them in English classes in No, high because it's No, because it's seriously something you look back on now as an adult, and you think, man, those were good books. I never read them. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm over here, like, Googling in 2004, mm-hmm. like, what happens at the end of How to Kill a Mockingbird. How to Kill a Mockingbird. To right. kill a mockingbird? That's to the to-do. Right, right. Uh, Emmanuel actually had to do it. That's the kickoff of Cliff Notes. <laughs> hey, Sparta! <laughs> into the hole. <laughs> it can fly, though. Why would you kick a bird into a hole? <laughs> you were think so dumb, it, Jordan. Leonidas. <laughs> uh <laughs> I I don't remember actually reading any any book in in total, huh? So like Great Gatsby was nope. like a big one that you had to read. Cliff notes. You read Cliff notes like all the way through, or some equivalent. And uh, yeah, it was. Now yeah. you you downloaded them online. You found them on the inter- internet. On the on the internet on the internet. Yeah, I did. Huh. Um, See, I was I was in. Um, in in high school, a little bit before you, and uh, the internet was was like, it was blossoming, but it wasn't quite one of those things. That, I remember it was, <laughs> it was in the, its adolescence. It was, it was. I remember. Um, You're, using, it hasn't hasn't yet taken off its glasses to reveal <laughs> it, that it's actually it still beautiful. Had, it still had tons of acne. <laughs> oh, gross! Uh, it still had a ponytail. Oh, and overalls with paint on them. Um, <sighs> the internet was so spunky back then. <laughs> so gross. But I remember trying to use uh, a web page I had found to cite um, to cite my sources for something, and my Uh-oh. teacher said no. She said that is not a viable source of information. Which, the internet, which is probably not wrong now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what website was, was it? I don't know. www.cliffnotesforfelix.com. I it's I, a good website. I wrote g- the I, website. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was coding I taught, back then. I taught myself how to make web pages in middle school. Of course, he did because I was like, "This is going to be something. This is going to do something." Yeah, you Dad, just watch. You just watch. You don't understand <laughs> my art, Dad. Uh, so I I was actually a pretty horrible student when it came to the studying sides of things, and those those obligations I was I was not good at as a Wait, student. Did you Did you get good grades? I got fantastic grades after learning an initial concept. Now, when it came to the, I don't overview, know what that means. <laughs> that sounds like such a bullshit answer. It is. It is. Okay, so here's an here's an example. I got the good spirit of a grade. Oh yeah, participation awards. Yeah, those are. I awards. had all of those. So we would learn like, let's we'll take math class. We would learn uh, initial concepts at the uh, at the beginning of a week. Right. And you know, throughout that week, we would we would kind of compound on that. You know, how learning works, and so. Uh, the teacher would show us the initial base concept, and then we'd stack on that. And throughout the week, I would get it; I would comprehend it like that. I would get it right away. And so then Thursday, Friday would roll around, and there'd be a test to make sure we understood. You had a test every week. week. No, I'm just. I'm using this as an example. So I would. <laughs> I'm using this as my hypothetical schooling that I didn't go to. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, how schools work. Wink. <laughs> but I would. Uh, I would understand the concepts for a time. But I wouldn't retain them right? because my, my brain saw it as like, cool, got this. I I understood what the teacher was telling me. Why do I need this right now? And I wasn't smart enough to say, you need this right now, you dummy, so you can get out of school, so you can be done with <laughs> so school. So you can stop doing what you're doing right now because you hate it so much because you can't retain <laughs> concepts. I really didn't like school. I just didn't. I didn't. And I know, like, I know that the classic argument of a lot of lazy kids is – when am I ever gonna use this? Yeah, but when am I ever gonna use this? <laughs> like, when am I? When was the last time I used y this equals is, mx plus b? I just remembered that day three thousand one hundred eighty-two of not using algebra. Do you remember the Pythagorean theorem? Yeah, that. <laughs> Do you remember it? A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Is that what that? No, I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't remember <laughs> what, I don't remember how to say the pagat, the pagat, pagoda, the Pythagorean the theorem. Pythagorean, yeah. The Patagonia, pag, yeah. Patagonia, the Patagonia, the Patagonia, the, Patagonia the Patagonian right. theory, right? Where Is one thinner... fleece but two, but plus two fleeces equals three <laughs> fleeces. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Just happened. That's what you yell when you're wearing Patagonia oh. and you're canoeing down a river. Oh, right, right, right. right, right. I forgot. That's the theorem, right? <laughs> so we didn't like school. I we weren't I really good at didn't. school. I hated math, man. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not going to go down this math tangent. Just how much just railing on math, mm-hmm. but I just let the record show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jordan Jordan Stratton, not a fan <laughs> of math. <laughs> Yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Jordan's middle name recorded. Don't on, uh, if you digital if, if you come up to me and introduce yourself. Don't hand me a math problem. I know you're thinking about I it. I hope we get huge. I hope we get massively famous. If you guys see me, give me Teslas. So, in conclusion, math sucks. <laughs> Teslas are amazing. <laughs> I um I I really I really didn't like school. I did everything that was uh, necessary. I did minimum effort for maximum um, gain. Gain. yeah, Yeah. And it worked for a time until I was tested on those things when I realized I don't remember how to do any of this. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And, I mean, it goes for all subjects, not just math. History, like I would learn the certain dates of things. And there are definitely times when I feel... I feel a little insecure about the lack of knowledge I have in those things when people start talking about like key key moments in our in our nation's history, and I think, yeah, 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 yeah. that guy <laughs> on that date that that sucks. guy did that thing. that sucked, man, that sucked <laughs> i don't I just don't remember, and I mean Americans are in in just generally awful at geography. Here's the thing. We shouldn't talk about specifics because we're going to reveal just how little we no, know about No, no, about it's things. fine. It's fine. Let's delve into this a little bit. Let's <laughs> deep dive into this a little bit. Um, but no, I, I, the, to me, the concept of play was so much more important, even as a kid. And so much of that has bled into my yeah, current life yeah. um, that the idea of work as a, as a kid, again, school work was our obligation. That was our job. We had parents who were, who were smart enough to say, do good in school, for the love of god please do good in school right cuz uh, th- th- there's just there are there's a lot more avenues that will open if you if you if you do good in school if you're good um, at schools you... <laughs> <laughs> i'm a school you in school mother <laughs> <laughs> but i just wasn't i wasn't good at schools so what was what did play look like for you i mean was that so you're you're working for the weekend yeah. you're 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 you know, you're getting out there. So, are you? Were you running with a big social circle? Mm, mm, were you? Mm. Were you? Were you playing the video games? Or were you watching kids the, in holes. that just beating, just <laughs> throwing kids in in holes, just drop kicking them? So, it, I actually, I grew up in a very strict household. We were limited to the the amount of TV we were allowed oh, to watch. Oh, you had watch. screen time. I did. You had screen time back in like the 90s. Oh yeah. In 2000s. Yeah, the CRT screen, the tube TV, like everything. I remember. And yet. We, I never had screen time, but it was always threatened upon me. Oh man! Like you know, the the Johnsons down the street, the Slaters down the, the Schladers <laughs> down the street. <laughs> they uh they had, I remember we had friends uh, our, <laughs> of our family, and their their kids could only watch as much TV as hours that they spent reading. Oh. Yeah, that sounds awful. And so I uh, remember my. So p- they read that as the number of hours that they spent holding a book up in to front their, their faces. Their face. Yeah, yeah. If they were smart, uh-huh. or maybe maybe it was something. Maybe it was like how many pages they read or something. like that. But I mean, how do you how do you police that? <laughs> Come on, I just read the Spark Notes, right? The Cliff Notes for mm-hmm. To Kill a Mockingbird. How to kill a mockingbird. How to kill a mockingbird. The right. DIY. Right, right. Yeah, right. for murdering birds. Kick it in the head. Just throw <laughs> spike them in a pit. Uh, to answer your question, what play looked like for me, yeah, sorry. Uh, because because my parents limited the amount of TV and video games that we that we were a- allowed access to. Right. We, we played outside a lot. Oh and no, you poor baby! I know what was wrong. In the sun, in the hot hot sun. No, um, but the the nice thing is there were a lot of kids on my street. And so we were always outside riding bikes. And, like, the it, it really is, like, this weird flashback to this version of America where it was okay to be outside. And I remember the rule oh, was man. in elementary school, in yeah. elementary school, the rule was when the streetlights came on, come home. And it's not like... You're in the front yard where your parents can see you through the window, or they're sitting on the stoop too, and they're just waiting for the sun to go down. And then they say, "Okay, go inside." No, it was like, "Okay, I'll see you at sundown." Yeah, I mean, I was—I I don't know if we've talked about this or not. I know we've—we've we've had this conversation just about you know kids and growing up and differences, but um, yeah, the idea, the fact that I could, especially in the summertime, wake up at nine a.m. Mm-hmm. And just jump on my bike, and my parents don't see me for twelve hours. It's insanity. It's insanity. The idea of that happening now? No, I don't have kids, and that's terrifying to me. Gosh, it's so crazy. Like the 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 helicopter parent term right now is just parent. Like you're just a a parent. (laughs) That's just part of it. It is. Yeah, and I I would like my kids not to be murdered today. (laughs) That'd be amazing. So, (laughs) I'm a big fan of not murdering kids. So to me it was it was uh, you touched on it earlier mm-hmm. the um the working for the weekend mentality working for that paycheck mentality as a kid, it was like i gotta get through this i gotta i gotta slog through this homework so I can play outside yeah, and I think most kids are like that, yeah there are like a small handful of kids who actually legitimately love the work, and uh i i just I just wanted to not be working, <laughs> okay, so not to go too far ahead and talk about what things are like now, but I mean, just compared to work now, just the idea, I feel like there was something so so prison-like when it comes to school, mm-hmm. like just the idea of, especially, I mean, working for the weekends, yes, but like working those last few weeks leading up to like summer vacation. Oh man. Like when it this all just ends <clears throat> for months. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was, there was something, I don't think I've had something that feels like that. Like, so close to freedom. Maybe, like... Well, vacations, no, right? I mean, kind of, but, like, there's still... As an adult, there's responsibilities when it comes to things. You're, you're having to plan things. You're having to, to to you know, actually be responsible on vacations. Somewhat, for some vacations. Um, but logistically, you're, you're having to do things. But as a kid, it's like, after, you know, this date... Oh, my gosh, summertime? Are you kidding me? I can do... <laughs> Whatever I want. Okay, I have a question for you. I can stay stay out for 14 hours. Uh, (laughs) I I have a question for you. Were you the maximize every ounce of sunlight and free time in summer type of kid? Like, okay, summer starts now maximize every foreseeable second until because I have and then you had like you you knew exactly how many minutes and seconds there were until the next grade started absolutely not (laughs) absolutely not I live I'm I'm totally a glutton in the moment (laughs) I want what I want then and only then and I don't think about no 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 no, when when you were a kid oh when I was a kid (laughs) (laughs) no 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 seriously like that's I mean yeah, at first, like, it's like, I want to be, be outside every day and I'm going to, you know, just, be, I'm never going to come inside and sleep and no one needs that. Were you the type of kid that your parents had to be like, God, Jordan, just go outside, get out of Sometimes. my house. Sometimes, really? Sometimes. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I would go back and forth. I would go back and forth a lot. Man, I was always outside. And we had, I mean, we had, we had Segas, we had Nintendo, Super Nintendo. But you had regulations. We did. They were highly regulated. But I also, I also attribute a lot of what I do now and my ability to take the things that I experience and filter them into something, you know, as an artist, (laughs) Quotes. Uh, I attribute a lot of that to the to the fact that my parents kicked me out of the house on a daily basis and said, "What do you go. mean?" Like, how, how did that influence that? It, it it really put an emphasis on play. It put an mm. emphasis on go creativity out and creativity yeah. and imagination. And um, I mean, my my dad especially really saw the detriment to like maybe I shouldn't let my kids sit in front of the TV for nine hours a day. Well, you know what, Dad? You don't know. Okay, I don't know anything. <laughs> But yeah, we uh we maximized the crap out of summer. We did. My brother and I were like we were always outside. We were you can't, wait, were you one of those kids who was like, I have seventy two days? I wasn't I wasn't that <laughs> you sound like the terminator giving an ultimatum. <laughs> you have seventy two days. It was John Ghana. It is 72 days. I <laughs> <laughs> need your bo- your clothes, your boots, and your summertime. And I, that's a horrible Arnold accent. I'm sorry, I should have yeah, <laughs> been. Hey, y'all, I, I'm going to need your... <laughs> I, I want <laughs> that person playing the Terminator. Hey, guys. You guys know a little guy named John Connor? That dude's running real fast. <laughs> Damn, he's running real fast. Damn, Skippy. He got knives for hands? <laughs> How he drives his car? to the c1000 just driving a stick ship and just sticking it through the yeah (laughs) i didn't i wasn't the type of the 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 type of kid who like scheduled out summertime and and like fully maximized but i also there was also a part of me that understood like i get summertime and then i'm back in school so i did try and do my best to be like okay let's let's actually do something fun today. Yeah. And But there's also a part of my brain that says, I wonder how, how many hours of video games I can play today <laughs> before mom and dad yell at me. And that generally happens in the morning. You know, yeah, you wake yeah, up, yeah. you're the first one awake. You pour yourself a bowl of cereal yep. and then you turn the TV on and you turn it on like the lowest volume yeah. setting. Did you, you have a did you have a TV where you could like you were you were pulling out like a knob? oh or yeah. was it where they yeah, bu- it was oh, the yeah. clicker so knobs, You, could, you yeah. could actually turn the volume down uh-huh. before actually uh-huh. turning it on. Yep. 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 It had the two. So we we had a TV that was so old that we had the little adapter because Video game systems had like the RCA cables for mm-hmm. like all you new fancy uh, video game and TV owners. We had the adapter where it was like the plug in and the two forks that yep. went to the back, the two screws in the back of the we TV. Had those too. Like a couple of peasants, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, like the pilgrims had. <laughs> and then you had to turn it to like uh, VCR. The, the setting was actually called VCR. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't auxiliary. No. It wasn't game. Nope. No. It was called. VCR, because what the hell else are you going to hook up to this? (laughs) Not a Sega. We don't have that technology yet. (laughs) Of course they're going to hook a VCR up to it, you dummy. What else are you going to do with the TV? (laughs) What else are they going to watch their Ernest movies on, huh? (laughs) Not a Sega. We heard he went to camp this year. (laughs) Can you believe it? He's having so much fun. <laughs> we should just do an episode in that entire accent. <laughs> just an earnest episode. <laughs> know what I mean? I love uh, it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, um, I I loved summertime. I lived for summer. We also you, lived... you make it sound like you didn't have any kind of that free time during the school year, though. We did, but we were... My parents did put a very big emphasis on schoolwork. And so obligation to me was was thrust upon me like right. like most kids but i feel like it was very much a this is something that you have to do and on top of that my dad was trying so very very hard you know we grew up in a uh in a, a very eh, we grew up in a very strict Christian household. Now, it wasn't super strict, but by a lot of other standards, especially just in talking to my friends at the time, I thought, wow, we live in a very strict Christian household. <laughs> and there was a season in my life where in the mornings, I was required to read a Bible story and write a short essay before I went to what? school. What? Yeah. Yeah. What is What constitutes a short essay? A page, a notebook paper, a piece of notebook paper. College rule? Uh, it was wide-ruled. Okay, God. well. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Uh, but the the idea of like, you have to do what? Yeah, that's absolutely insane. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's when you play the lute <laughs> and you're certain about it. <laughs> <laughs> you do, that's when you, that, my parents made me uh, write a sonnet every morning before school. Much easier than a full page. You must woo this woman before she <laughs> Must be an iambic pentameter. See, I did learn something in ninth grade English. <laughs> so you didn't read the required high school reading, but I you didn't read, read Romeo. Shakespeare? And, I didn't read Romeo and Juliet, but I learned. I learned the the bullet points. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's a T shirt. Absolutely, <laughs> it's the Pied Piper logo. <laughs> Pied Piper, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We're starting a loot company after this podcast <laughs> called Absolutely. We no. have no competition. Oh my gosh. It's going we're going to collaborate with Absolute Vodka <gasps> and Lee Jeans. Just drunk lootists. Loutists? <laughs> Loutists. 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 Is it loudists? That I, would make sense. Flutes. Equals flautist. <laughs> Flutes are to flautist that lutes are to lautist. So then what is I it? I hate what we're doing what right now it so in, much. What, what is it in England when there's a lot of lutes? Laos. <laughs> Laos. That's already a country. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad right now. <laughs> we need to go back. Wait, Kate, we have to go back. <laughs> All right. So I want to know. I want to know how much of that mindset of work and play in your in your childhood. How much of that do you see manifesting itself in your in your current situation, adulthood, et cetera, et cetera? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a difference, especially as an adult, because I'm not I'm not going to school I went to school for far too long. <laughs> I mean I was I was in school until twenty fifteen and you started was school? Yeah. I oh mean, no no no! Okay okay, I'm sorry. I, I was thinking through the lens of college. I was like, okay, I was like 1994 five. <laughs> sorry, I was looking at it through college. Go on, go on. Um, so a long time, mm-hmm. long a long time being in school, and I mean that, and you know the the progression through school, things start to feel a lot. Um, you know, as you get into subjects that you're more inter- more interested in, you have majors, you have um, you're you're studying specific things that you enjoy. That has a different feel to it overall than just, you know, going into your AP U.S. history class every day. Right. Um, Obligations. Right. Obligations. And so I feel like as, as, you know, people grow up and they get into careers that they've pursued for a long time, or, you know, they just... Stop what they're doing without you know going to school and just quit that? quitting no quitting what they went to no school. One does that. You know, no one does that, and doing something completely different with their life Um for no reason besides the fact that sound they sound like a waste. This is getting too real, <laughs> and um so all that to say, um I feel like because we're both in fields of work that we generally enjoy. Oh, we're pretty bananas. Yeah, you know, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Okay with I with am, <laughs> and. Uh, but I mean, just waking up in the fact that I can—I wake up and look up goofy stories and get to write you, my own goofy have stories on the, them. Like the dream it's job. It's great. Real quick for the for the for the listening audience who doesn't know, I mean, we have we're like we're giggling at this inside joke that no, I know, one knows. we're not giving any context. I want whatsoever. I just just real yeah, briefly. So I, so I write um I write tweets and memes and articles for an entertainment website for parents. It's called the Dad. It's Targeted at dads, um, so nothing serious. We're not writing about why your baby shouldn't sleep on their back at night. We're writing about um, like this week where that giant Reddit post went crazy about. It. it was like the the parking space that had the image of like. Uh, it was like a like a pregnant supposed to be a pregnant woman with like a baby carriage like it was, it was mm-hmm. on the pavement right. But people said it looked just like just like an overweight obese guy next to a grill, and people <laughs> are joking about how it's like great finally a parking space for for dads for overweight guys who like to grill. Perfect. That's that's our prime yeah our prime demographic loves that yeah. So so basically in uh, in in a parallel and a universe Jordan's job is to wrangle unicorns and surf on rainbows yep like like seriously you think about what what 99.9 percent of the population in in the united states of a wake up and they say all right well i'm going to my job yes you have that that very small percentage of folks who like are just so amped about the things that they're doing and then the rest of us just show up to work like you do it because you have to Right, uh-huh. and then there's Jordan, who's like, I text him in the middle of the day, and he's like, "Yeah, it's sitting outside. I drink, I drank this whole thing of this beer you got me for my birthday, and I didn't realize this it was 14%. Is, this is a true story. And I'm writing tweets for money. He's writing tweets for money. That's incredible. <laughs> That's absolutely incredible. I, uh, I'm on, I'm on that cusp a little bit. I do get oh, to do. You're still there. I get to, I definitely get to do what it is. I. Uh, I love to do, but it's a little bit more in a corporate setting. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing it for, uh, for a company. I'm doing it for clients. Um, there's always going to be a little bit of that leash. But I was actually, I was listening to, uh, I was watching Comedians in Cars. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, this is the, the show that Jerry Seinfeld's doing because he's not making episodes of Seinfeld anymore. What? So the show is called- I'm only in season four. He's not doing it anymore? Nah, spoilers. He <sighs> dies at the end. Um Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld yeah, did the whole time. <laughs> Their plane crashes. Yeah. And it ends in a church. It's weird. <clears throat> George killed them all. Oh, that makes sense. There uh Jerry Seinfeld has a new show that actually started on a network called Crackle, which is this oh, weird yeah, yeah. weird internet. I don't station. know why I got really excited about Crackle just now. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, Crackle? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I promise I'm not like <laughs> on <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Crackle, don't even get me. Started on crackle. <laughs> I like that you are not won't a be your sponsor. Voice. <laughs> crackle? You talk about crackle? <laughs> what um, But the show is called comedians. Ca- comedians. <laughs> in- <laughs> the show is called comedian cars. Yeah. Comedian cars getting coffee. It's cars four. They all just go to a coffee shop and it's just go, Owen it's Wilson drinking coffee. Wow. It's just- <laughs> wow. So the show is called comedians in cars getting coffee. And the show is about comedians in cars getting coffee. It's revolutionary. It's, it's insane. But there was a there was a little snippet that that Jerry had talked about where he he had mentioned the fact – well, he was talking about his kids. And he was talking about how his kids just kind of do whatever. And he was talking about when he, Jerry, was growing up and he, how uh, his generation was actually the first generation of children – to have a childhood. And so I thought about that for a second, because if you think think about the generation prior, work was, it was something that you did because you were the the sole uh, supporter of your, you were the one who supplied for your family. As, right. as the man of the house, you, right. you supported your family through the work that you did. And if you complained about the fact that the work you were doing wasn't fun, no one cared. They thought- work isn't supposed to be right, that's fun. That's not that's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's work. That's not a prerequisite. prerequisite. It, yeah. It's it's work. And so as a result of that generation who viewed who viewed work as I a think, yeah, I think I remember the episode you're talking about and and I might get this quote wrong, but he says that our grandparents were farmers and miners so our parents <laughs> could be doctors and lawyers so that we could be poets and artists. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's perfect. That's mm-hmm. perfect. And so because of that that chain and that ripple effect of the necessary to the somewhat necessary the prestigious. somewhat yep and then to uh, to valuing play mm-hmm. you look at the generation that we're in now and how much how much Uh, bigger companies value the idea of play because it supplements the idea of work and how much that's selling now i mean you you look at instagram influencers and how that's Mm -hmm. that's what advertising is turning into yeah it's finding these people who just have these giant instagram accounts Mm -hmm. because people trust them and vloggers and bloggers more Mm -hmm. than they trust someone else trying to sell them something with an op with this you know a, a spot on this exactly. TV show where obvious product placement. Exactly. And then even like uh, companies like Google yeah. are, th- there are days in the week that are designated for no work, just play because th- they they have this belief system that good work cultivates from play. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're like one of the biggest companies in the world so I guess they're on it to It might something.
1: work. Who knows? I don't know.
0: But, but, but we're that, not good at math. We don't know. <laughs> But that being said, as as a kid, I, I there was always a small part of me that wanted wanted that. Now, right now, I can see how clearly defined that is because it's it's been done many times over by by multi billion dollar corporations, by individuals who are influencers, by uh, local companies, things like that. Um, but you know, in 1994, that well, that wasn't a thing. Right. right? And I remember my my dad being so worried about what was coming down the pike for me. And I at that point when the internet again was in its infancy, I saw I saw something. I don't want to say that I was this like visionary who thought, "Oh, I'm going to just learn everything on the internet." <laughs> but at the time, so many things were available to me. I taught myself how to make web pages. I taught myself Photoshop. I taught myself all of these things that I use on a daily basis, and I never went to school for them right. because there was always someone who was writing up some sort of an article to say this is how you do this thing, and so I would learn how to do that thing, and it would compound, and eventually I was able to build this whole skill set. Ultimately, based in play, mm-hmm. it was things that I, even if I, I didn't know back then, this is something I'm going to be doing and getting paid a salary for. This was something like back then. It was like this is really fun. I, I just kind of want to keep doing this because I enjoy doing this. Right. And, which uh, is what, which is what college and grad school and, the, and right. supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's it's finding that passion, it's finding that niche, and really pursuing that. I mean, granted, you're paying tens of thousands of dollars <laughs> to do it, where you're just like, I found this article about how to <laughs> how to do this thing on Photoshop. Um, but so so there's a slight difference. <laughs> a little bit just a uh, just a little bit a smidge and but uh, the main the main difference being like you know i've heard some folks say college was necessary for them because they were told what to do yeah and because if they if structure it, the structure the structure exactly oh cause... and i was 100% that oh man Absolutely. we need a bell we need a bell whenever we say 100% <laughs> i was totally that kind of ah. person that I needed someone to tell me what to do, because right. there's no way I was looking up articles about psychology, which is what I studied. Yeah, at that time. And then there are still uh, there are still things nowadays that um, I, I, I hope that it doesn't go down to the, get to the point in our society where you've got these, you know, millennials. <laughs> I guess they're not going to be millennials, but our my my kids' generations who are like, I want to learn how to be a doctor on the internet (laughs) and then they just like look up articles and then they just show up at a hospital and then they become doctors it won't happen i mean forbid that there's gonna be there's there's gonna be way too many old people living longer and longer stopping that from happening yeah that's that's a little terrifying but how does that i guess how does this relate to play now Mm -hmm. you know as as an adult we talked about vacations you talk about these things but for me personally i feel like It's even though we're working in a space that feels much more like play, especially, I mean, that not very, very few people can say that we're so fortunate that way. I don't I don't want to minimize that. But um, still, I feel like it's harder for me to turn my mind off in the same way I did when I was a kid about like, all right. Um, my uh, science homework's done. That can just go away. I don't have to think about that till tomorrow. Right. And I can just go outside and play basketball. The separation of the yeah. two. Yeah. Right. right. Where now I'm like, and, and it doesn't help with technology with the fact that I can get oh an email gosh. from work any time during the day. It's awful. But it's the fact that like my mind is still there because I'm thinking, yeah. You know, I, I feel like there's much more writing on that. Right. You know, because I'm providing for a family now. I'm thinking about my future. I'm we're looking at our, like my our IRA. Like what? There's so many more things at risk now. Whereas kid, I'm like, well, what's at risk? It's my my two hours before bedtime. That's what's at risk. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's interesting that you bring that you, that you bring that up. The the inability uh, to to separate the two. How, and how those lines have been blurred. Mm-hmm. And I think it is because we are in such a um such an advantageous position to where the line that separates uh work and play for us it's been it's blurred, very blurred so much for us and not everyone can say that. No, You know there are there are days like my, my wife is a dental hygienist and she works her ass off. Like she's such a good worker and um I I have I have to say that a lot of what I've done in my work ethic and the things like where I've landed today has been a a, a direct motivational result of how hard of a worker she is. And wow. that's and that's the truth. <laughs> yeah. Cuz you know, <clears throat> when we met, I was doing freelance work, I was doing some stuff for clients. I I had I had zero desire to be to be nailed down by an agency or by somewhere where they had it had regular hours. Oh, the like wind that. takes Exactly. Me. I was that I was that guy. <laughs> and um some months that mindset was awesome. Yeah. Like I was I had multiple clients who paid out at the same time and then that month was awesome. And then there were some months where no one was paying out because it was this season where I was actually having to make the work. And of course, I was a uh, you know just out of my parents house i was living with a bunch of uh, of my friends and so like the second the money came in it was gone it was gone <laughs> and there was that of course there was that little part of my brain that was like maybe you should save some of this and i'm like no let's spend all of it <laughs> and so when those dry months came they were dry months yeah. and so here comes here comes my my level-headed wife who understands like hey sometimes you're going to have stuff where you're just having a crazy season, tuck some of that stuff away, utilize it. And at the same time, you know, she had put herself through school, she had gotten scholarships, zero debt when she graduated. Yeah. Um, again, worked super hard to get to the job that she was in, and even if the jobs were crap, she still put a hundred ten percent of herself into those jobs. And I saw this and I thought, okay, A, I love this woman. I don't want her to go anywhere. So B, I've gotta get all of my stuff together. Like I can't I can't have this wishy-washy mindset with work. Yeah. And even back then I was trying to mesh work and play. Yeah. But I wasn't good enough at the work to really do that. And it was because of her and the things that she she was showing me, not as like a Felix, this is what I'm doing so you need to. It was more of a she's doing this. I I need to be the leader in the family and like okay, I'm gonna figure out how I'm gonna do this so I don't lose this really good thing that I have. Yeah. Because I don't want to lose that. And uh, and and now I'm here. Now I'm I, now I actually get to blur those lines. And that talking about that blurred <clears throat> that blurred barrier, um, I think that it actually reminds me. You just did a vlog about this. You talk about that the little room, you know, mm. that white stripe song, mm-hmm. and talking about having to go back there because there, there's there's something about. Almost, almost like the downside of doing something that you're really passionate about is there's there's something that changes when you start to get paid for something. Oh my god, <laughs> that you that you really cared about before, that you were passionate about mm-hmm. before, and because once you see that it results in a paycheck, I don't know what it is. I can't even <laughs> explain it. Does it make it? Does it make it? Un- uncool does it make it is there more pressure to deliver does it make it i don't know if it's because it's not something that's happening in the moment you know by right. creating something you just think oh I, I i thought of this one thing today that i want to do i i think uh i think i know exactly what what it is you're trying to put that label on because the the artist mindset is you you wait for that inspiration to strike and then when it hits, right, man, it's good. Yeah. It's so good. Because then you can just Oh it's like you, heroin. Just oh, you, like the <laughs> best feeling. You live in that space and you the things that you make while you're in that space yeah. come out and you, you the you like the work that you're making, your peers like the work that you're making. Mm-hmm. And then when that runs dry, you just sit around and you wait for that next strike. Yeah. But when someone says, Okay, right now, make something amazing, you think bah. It's like make a viral video. Right. <laughs> gosh uh, like make right now make me laugh hey hey <laughs> oh, I, I, I heard you were a comedian say something funny Say, tell me a joke yeah like what I what? I can't um, it doesn't work like so, that two guys uh, <laughs> uh, bar it doesn't but but the corporate version of the thing that we love to you do you have to package it you do and it's hard and I think the reason we don't like that is because it's extremely hard to do mm-hmm. it's hard to to just turn that valve on because sometimes you turn it on and nothing. Yeah, it's so. just it's a faucet. You turn it on, and just it's a sand. <laughs> it's just sand. Yeah. Well, I think it has a it it has a lot to do with our identity too. Uh-huh. Because when those when those lines between work and play as an adult, when you're doing in these kind of careers, they're blurred like that. I mean, we we be, it's because we love these things because we're passionate about it. Um, we've pursued these things for a while, and we own that so much that that becomes part of our, our identity, mm-hmm. and. So work and play, they, they do kind of become the same thing. And as a result, they kind of, you know, it's work isn't as bad as a job that you would hate, but play then still has this this feeling, this whisper of work about it, right? <laughs> to right. where it's like I feel like stressed out just by thinking in the same space where I just I enjoyed this so much before. Right. I enjoyed writing these jokes. I enjoyed writing these these, these this goofy article for a blog right. before a personal blog, but now I have to do it for work, for this mm-hmm. website. It's not quite as fun. Right. Yeah. Because the thing that you used to do to unwind, the things yes. that you used to do yeah. to, to to take your mind off of the stresses of the day, which are off generally the, Off work, the grind of the work that you hated before right. <laughs> when you were a barista during college. You can't go home and do those same things right. because you're thinking, I'm just doing more work. Right. And they, that is the double-edged you you sword. You don't have the disconnect. It's the same thing as when you were a kid about... Yeah. I can disconnect from my chemistry homework yeah. e- very easily. There's right. no problem. I'm not sitting at home playing <laughs> playing Halo being like, oh, man, those. I, don't, I literally don't know any chemistry yeah, terms F-E right now. Yeah, FE is iron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why is AU gold? I, because hey, AU. <laughs> AU. Hey, What's that necklace? It's gold? All right. That's, That's it. That that makes sense. That's it. That's, That's probably it. right. It was like that, and then that scientist was like, <laughs> and then he was saying, "Au, <laughs> au, <laughs>
1: absolutely it is," and then he scurries off
0: with his no. clipboard <laughs> back to his laboratory. And We're writes, never gonna a-u. stop saying "absolutely." absolutely. <laughs> That's the most incredible word ever. I feel like it's had to have been said somewhere. Never. No. Never. In some history guy words. with a feather in his hat. Yep. The green tights. Yep. So uh, Andre 2000 said it. He did. He did. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Absolutely. <laughs> and then Big Boy said, I quit. This is dumb. This is stupid. Why are we talking about loots? Why are you wearing a Peter Pan hat, man? We rappers. <laughs> <laughs> he walks away. He can do it. He's a vegan. He used to be vegan. <laughs> vegan. But now he must be gone. All right. So this is the part of the podcast where we find some sort of a news article or something on the internet uh, that has to do with the topic at hand. This is when we somehow try to finagle something <laughs> into anywhere in the realm of yeah. what we were talking we about. We call this segment Square Peg... Gra- no, we don't <laughs> call <it> that. Hole? <laughs> round Round hole. <laughs> Sparta hole. Sparta! <laughs> All right, what you got, Jordan? It always comes back to the Sparta hole. Mm, absolutely. So this is a, a pretty topical... Um, This is a pretty topical article. Um, This is recent. People are in an uproar about this. People going crazy about this one. I'm ready. I'm ready. So, um, parents are enlisting video game tutors (laughs) for their kids, specifically Uh when it comes to Fortnite, Uh which we know and love. Uh (laughs) So, people are going crazy over this. Okay. Okay. Um, So, okay. So, for the uninundated. The game Fortnite is this game where um, it's it uses a uh, a game mechanic called Battle Royale. And Battle Royale it is not something that Fortnite invented, but it's something that's becoming more and more popular. It's where you take uh, 100 or so players, you put them all on the same level or the same map, and whoever is the last one alive at the end wins. They call it Battle Royale. It's starting to become wildly popular across a lot of different games. So the one thing that Epic, the company that, who, who makes Fortnite, did right uh, is that they opened it up to multiple platforms. And by that I mean generally when a game is released on like PlayStation or Xbox or on PC or on mobile, you can only play other people on the same platforms. So if Jordan had an Xbox and I have a PlayStation, we could not play the same game together. I'd have to go out and buy an Xbox or he would have to go out and buy a PlayStation. But Epic realized, hey, we could figure out how to get all these players into the same pool, and they did. So now people on PC can play people on PlayStation and Xbox, and because of that, it's become even more popular, which is brilliant on their behalf. But just on mobile alone, Fortnite is earning, at the time of the the article, this article was written uh, at the end of April. Actually, I want you to guess, how much do you think on mobile – uh fortnite was earning per day per day per day is it it's not it's seven figures just give me seven figures one million dollars a day okay one million dollars a day and now Ugh. if you think about that this is a free game yeah this is a game that you can you download no money for yeah you can download it's with it free play. means for people to know free <laughs> means <laughs> So wait, <laughs> you mean <laughs> absolutely buy one free. get one for money? <laughs> I don't know what that word means. What are those two nope. backwards three things at the end of that? At the end of that word. <laughs> All right. So now that there's some context as to what Fortnite is, so what? What's your obviously, article? it's it's blowing up. It's going crazy. So parents are enlisting video game tutors for their children because they want them to be able to play in tournaments and win money. Oh as gosh. whether it's you know, just here and there, or whether it's as professional gamers. Oh wow! Um, and I was just looking through this article. It looks like rates vary oh, across. Boy. Oh boy! Oh wait, it looks let, like. Okay. Let me let me guess. Oh okay, yeah, let's. So, is it like a, a table that shows like number of like amount of hours spent? It's not a table. A it's 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 all just written written out as as uh, kind of case all right, studies. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna guess like twenty twenty five an hour base price. Um, You'd be getting, you'd be overpaying a bit. Oh, really? Because this one says, Miss Hicks. (laughs) Right? Fortnite Pro. uh, Purchased four hours of online lessons from a player she found through a freelance labor website for $50. Just flat rate? Flat rate. Four hours, $50. Um, But someone else, let's see. uh, Nick Menon was happy to pay $20 an hour for his 12-year-old son, Noble, to take Fortnite lessons. Fortnite this is from the Wall Street Journal, by the way. Interesting. Okay, so there, there, Okay, there's a, there's a small part of me that is just like disgusted sure. by this. But then there's also a part of me that is crossing my arms and saying, see, I told you so. <laughs> I told you so. Well, these are parents who were looking for it. I feel like there's very little difference between this and a parent who just like, Throws their child in the pool at three and be like, "He's going to be an Olympic swimmer. He's going to be the next Michael <laughs> Phelps. Let's go!" Uh, but like, I mean, this this one says that um, the dad is already dreaming of a scholarship or at least some uh, tournament money. And then it also says, Fortnite creator Epic Games recently pledged one hundred million dollars in tournament prizes. Wow! So the money's there. Interesting. So it's not well. Unfounded. They're making 000, 000 a million dollars a day. day. Jeez, so that's so wild. But I, I can't imagine that's any different than hoping you're, you're training your kid to be an a, a professional athlete, right? I mean, yeah. it's it's got to be a similar degree of difficulty to be to perform at that level day to day. I mean, it's it's crazy that this is where it's come to, and this is yeah. where you know the 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 direction that gaming is going. I'm not really surprised. Yeah. I'm not I'm I'm not surprised and I'm also very surprised by it. It's it's a weird place to be because there are there are people on Twitch, a streaming platform where people literally just sit and play games for money. Right. And, but uh, but this is this is that that weird blurred line between work and play that we're talking mm-hmm. about is that this is this is becoming less about this is becoming more of like track practice that I went to every day right. after school granted I'm not a track star I know I know I look like one wait you're that Jordan Jordan track? I told you whoa I told you um, but it, it's it's Fast. becoming like that that thing that you're like well I, I can't do that I have to go train with my Fortnite coach <laughs> for two hours today <laughs> miss hicks told me i have to train <laughs> and now imagine why does it sound like like the, like the head of an orphanage yeah, yeah miss hicks miss hicks gonna hit me with a switch if i <laughs> if i don't get this win-win chicken dinner in PUBG. g she gonna beat the crap out of me i don't like that i gotta win guys she gonna kick me in that pothole out front modern day annie all they do they're just all of headphones giant headsets it's a Fortnite on. life oh, no. <laughs> Just shark backpacks balancing <laughs> around. They're all flossing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's every dance number yeah. in the musical. <laughs> no, and then Jay Z samples it. And but then, that, but that's yeah. also <laughs> gosh. Um, but that has to go. That has to do with a lot of things. I feel like with kids nowadays, where it's different. With kids nowadays. Oh. Um, I mean, nothing is ever not seen anymore. There's no just, like, doing things just because you like to do them because social media, everything is recorded. You Uh, have to be doing it all the time. You have to be telling people that you're doing it. Yeah. Otherwise... It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Picks or it did not happen. Right. Yeah. I remember when that was a joke when the internet was, like, still, again, in its infancy, it was like, oh, hey, guys, I went to this and I saw live Tyler at uh, an Arby's. And then the response was always picks so or it didn't happen. Yeah. And now we have zero excuse right. if something like that happens. Uh, we have to supply a picture. Like you can't just tell someone, oh, hey, this thing happened. And then people say, oh, yeah, cool. That was that was a good story. But I wonder if like kids in high school, kids in middle school, any kids who have phones now and they're online, they're they're constantly connected like this is it a similar feeling that we have of of you know not being able to get away from our work email mm-hmm. is there always something like oh should i be recording this oh should we be should i be doing something to boost my brand yeah, yeah. online uh, i th- i think i don't think they have that separation though we we had we had that clear we saw the transition yeah exactly we yeah. had that moment where it was like cool that amazing thing that just happened that was for us and we can tell people about it and then people can can imagine what that was like and then that live tyler and arby's live tyler and me. arby's when she that got was that five for five in those fries i'll never forget my it. goodness what a what a great wednesday <laughs> um but now it's because like you said we saw that transition of not having to look down at our phones all the time yeah. not thinking about Uh, JJ Abrams has this amazing quote that says the here and now has been replaced with the there and elsewhere. Mm. Like it's become so much more important. Uh, what's happening somewhere else is so much more important than what's happening here in front of us. And there's this thing, there's this thing that a friend of mine does that I hate and I love because I use it and I don't want him to use it on (laughs) me. But when I'm on my phone and we're hanging out, he always says, are you here or there? and i hate it so much because i what know a jerk because i know i'm not here trying to engage in actual <laughs> human relationships i'm trying to build Get a youtube him. audience grant come on grant <laughs> but it's true that, that those lines for us while blurry yeah. to to the the generation after us there, there's no line because it's all just this one pool and it's it, it's the thing that worries me is that there's no there's no understanding that there could be a difference. It's just like right. you're born into that. Exactly. Because if you're not, who are you? Exactly. Exactly. You your identity is so rooted in your online persona right. because your online life is who you are. Right. And so you constantly have to be updating that and presenting that and that could change daily. And but that goes back to identity. Mm-hmm. It goes back to identity of your career, but that right. this is this is starting so much sooner mm-hmm. and earlier in life that I, I don't know what that's going to look like I later down the road. Once these kids are are you know they're out in college, they're going to grad school, they're getting jobs, they're jumping in the career. How does that? Where does that dichotomy between work and play? Right. Does that become more blurred? Or, the, or does this all just become? It's just going to become this big jump. Singularity, man. It is. It's, it it's, is. We're, we're all just the internet. <laughs> but yeah, employers and I guess even colleges now are starting to look at at. uh at individuals' social media, like just to see. Oh, don't look at my Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And <laughs> I mean, like we were just talking about it before we started recording yeah. of like all these instances of well-known celebrities mm. all of a sudden just getting the boot because of things that they said ten years a ago, a decade ago yeah. on social, yeah. on social, and you know, we like what we did a decade ago was a decade ago. Like we we didn't know what we know now. And so you're just saying these things, whether you're trying to get a rise out of people. I was learning how to study a decade ago (laughs) because I didn't know how to do math good or English, apparently. Uh, The bestest. Um, (laughs) Absolutely. But now people are being called out for those things. Right. They're being called out because everything was being documented. I mean, and that is something that I I feel like this this generation coming up knows is that (laughs) people aren't to be trusted online where, cool. whereas our generation you know millennials we're just like putting it all out there because why not right whereas the, the older the, the you know kids in high school their all of their accounts are private yeah. you know they they don't want people seeing these things because i think they there's this general understanding that that is their identity right in a, in many ways where we see that as there's still a separation there there's a right. dichotomy between who we are um in real life and who we are online yeah at absolutely. least in some sense, for most people, absolutely. So this actually, this actually segues really, really well into the the segment where we wildly speculate <laughs> what uh, oh, what's going to look like in the future, yeah. like the 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 blurred lines of work and play, if those lines are even existent. Uh, I, I'm I am I am really curious and uh, uh, honestly a little bit nervous about. What my answer is going to be to this? (laughs) I mean, typically, of course, my brain always goes to, oh yeah, we're going to all live in virtual reality, and and it's going to be amazing. Um, But I I, normally by uh, (laughs) Jordanly, normally by the time we get to this point in the podcast, I've already formulated somewhat of a nugget of a response, and I don't know if it's because I have two kids and I'm terrified to speak whatever is in my head into existence. (laughs) because <laughs> um, I've already seen uh, an inkling of that that sort of future that I have in my head manifest itself in my five and, and now three-year-old. Just the their ability to pick things up now and know how they work. And um, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but uh, uh, over the summer we went to Texas and we visited some family in San Antonio and I found my old iPhone 4S. And so I charged it up and I brought it with me and I gave it to my girls to take pictures of. So to take pictures of all the things that were around us. And part of it was a, a, um, a I know you're grumpy right now. Let's use this as like a coping thing to like, <laughs> right. Hey, this is fun. You can look at a screen. Um, and then also I just kind of wanted to see what their point of view was because they know how to use the camera on the phone. But at one point we were at the Riverwalk in San Antonio and my five year old, had uh, all of a sudden disappeared from our site. And so I turned around and I found her and she was standing by a waterfall and she was vlogging. She was vlogging. She was holding the phone up to her face and she was <laughs> vlogging. <laughs> Where'd she learn that? I don't know. Some, some <laughs> stupid vlogger on the Probably. internet. On the internet. And so she was, and then she had all the inflection points. She goes, okay, and we're here and we're, this is the waterfall. My family is there. And she says, da, 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 da. Okay, I'll see you next time. And then she'd turn off the phone. Hit that subscribe button. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so it's already started. Well, and that's what I, I talking with, you know, I have friends who are, are teachers, you know, elementary school teachers, and they they go around, you know, the typical thing, questionnaires, different things, learning about yourself at the beginning of the school year, talk about what do you want to be when you grow up? And just, you know, resounding agreement between kids is that everyone just wants to be YouTubers. Whoa. Which is yeah. crazy. There's no doctors. There's no okay. basketball players. There's no, none of that. Tell them not to do that, so I can be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, Billy. No, you want to be S- a doctor? Just subscribe to mine. Subscribe. To <laughs> scrub. Absolutely subscribe <laughs> to my channel. Oh no. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, I, yeah. So, so sixty yeah. seconds. This segue is. This actually, is going to be. This is going to be a, a super a super real one for me. Because I, I wanna I wanna wildly speculate, but then I know that right now nothing is out of the realm of possibility. So it <laughs> sounds like I'm going first. <laughs> <coughs> I think you went first last time. I Pardon? think I think you went first last time. Oh okay, great. Perfect. <sighs> so I'll go first. All right. I think like I said earlier, these lines between work and play are going to be so blurred in a way. I mean, we people might have jobs, people might have careers they like, but I think online personas and what we put online is going to be so reflective of who we are rather than just having these different kind of pieces of us and just choosing what to put online, choosing what to talk about. You know, I'm eating Triscuits right now. Isn't that fun? You remember how we did posts on Facebook in 2008? But like... <laughs> I think this is going to be, it's an all-encompassing thing about our identity. I think it all comes back to identity. Yeah. And how we're going to be so roped into how we're portraying ourselves, not Mm -hmm. just face-to-face, but online, probably more so online, to the point that work and play, that we're never going to be able to turn that part of our minds off. Right. It's always going to be there, whether we're checking our email or checking our social media accounts. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Ooh, we got we got alarms today. Oh my god! We are moving. <laughs> we got on that up. podcast money, man. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I actually have no idea what I'm gonna say. I, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with it. I guess just just wild just, just see what we, happens. We say wildly speculate a lot. So this yeah. is what you just gotta. That's what this portion is. It is. Okay. All let's right. Go for it. Here we go. Um, I, I have to agree with the blurred lines. Like it's just going to, the Robin Thick song. Thicke? Yeah. It's just going to, we're just going to sing Robin Thick <laughs> in the future. That's terrible. Um, that is a terrifying future. The, the idea that, uh, you can separate your work life from your, your life of leisure, your play life, whatever you want to call it, it. It's just going to be gone. I think we have those filters now as adults because we knew what it was like before we were, uh, connected all the time. And so, because the generation after us sees us always with our with our with our heads in, in our phones, looking at things, they're going to think that that's commonplace. Mm-hmm. And so, when it comes to work and the things that they do with work, connecting themselves to their bosses, to their coworkers, things like that via emails, direct messages, what have you, it's just never going to turn off. And also, uh, an amazing episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's scary it's i depressing. don't i don't want to speak sad that into I, existence it's, it's sad but i i want to also think this is additional <laughs> i need additional 60 seconds but i i want to think that people are seeing this coming it can't just be us yeah we're not that smart we're not good at math we already established this <laughs> y so, equals mxpx other people be- <laughs> that is what my high school sounded like Um, but i mean people have to see this coming and i think that is also the good thing is that is that people are understanding how important it is to be present and that's why you see that you're seeing this rise almost in in this pop psychology element of of mindfulness and meditation and being here now and kind of just stopping yeah and being being present it's kind of like like Grant said as much as you hate him are you here he's or there? got he's got a point are you is that there? and are you able to be here or there yeah because I think that's what we're talking about is this inability to decipher where that is right it's being like oh gosh I don't know where I am right now because yeah. you I, I think what we're, what we're saying is we're speaking out of fear here but we're saying that people aren't gonna be able to tell <sighs> man it got Real dark, real fast. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I can't, I can't help. Every time we do, we do these episodes because we talk about how things when, how things were when we were kids, and what the we hold it up to the lens of where we are now as, as a quote unquote adults. Um, I can't help but pass that generational lens on to my kids because. I think I said it last podcast. I I don't I don't want my kids to grow up to be assholes. Like I just don't. <laughs> yeah. And I don't I see kids growing up now and because of and the And they're all assholes. They every single one of them. <laughs> all of them. I was driving home today and I pulled into my neighborhood and this group of kids were off to the right. Why they're, are they why are they always in like tribes? Because <laughs> I like the use of tribe on this podcast, <laughs> but it's become a thing. We're coming back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then this one kid pulled out on his bike to the middle of the street and just stared at me. And I thought, I'm going to win this fight every <laughs> single time, you dummy. You and your stupid bowl cut. What is it, 98? Get out of the road. He, had a, he literally had he a bowl had cut? He had a bowl cut. It wasn't even like the ironic- Well, like, that's why he has to overcompensate because oh, of his haircut. gosh. It was, uh, it was obnoxious. Clearly. It was obnoxious. But then two, was, two of his friends were filming it. Two oh. of his friends had his phones out. I had their phones out and they were like, they were, they were filming him and my response to him literally sitting in the middle of the road with his bike. Right. And, you know, I went around him and then I got, I went ahead to the stop sign. And then, of course, in this comfort and safety of my solitude, I said, get out of the road, you dummy. <laughs> And then I drove off, and he sped away. But I was also like <laughs> half a block from my house, so they would have turned the corner and seen my car sitting there. Right, right, right. <laughs> also, I'm scared of kids. Kids are kids are scary. Yeah, they're very scary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, adults won't make fun of you to your face most times. Hmm. Kids, on the other hand, but yeah, I'm 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 a little bit uh, I'm a little bit terrified of of. The idea of my kids growing up in inundated with all of this, because I know I know the transition that I've had from not having it to having it. And you know what? Having is it's so good. Like I I try and check myself before I wreck myself (laughs) (laughs) of like, man, I've I've been on the Internet all day. What's eight more hours? And then I just <laughs> I just scroll I just scroll scrolls scrolls scroll your thumbs cramp and uh, I I can't help myself I love it I do <laughs> the beam of information from that device like I just I love it and I hate it at the same time. <sighs> so you're going with so to end each episode, obviously we we decide whether these things the topic at hand work and play work and play. Yep. Was it better as a kid? Was it better as an adult? It sounds like you're saying it's better as an adult, yeah. i I am gonna go with as an adult, and I think it's because I understand that balance a little bit more. And also, I'm in the fortunate position of our generation understanding how to properly blur those lines. And it's um, it's because we're we're able to. Hmm. If we're lucky, we're able to. now, i I, I enjoyed, I think as a kid, I enjoyed too much of the play side mm. of things. I just I didn't I didn't appreciate the work side. like I just like what what kid does? If I could go back think if you could go back to your 14 year old self with what you know now He's an idiot, think about that. <laughs> if you could go back and be like, yeah, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do my geometry homework. It's gonna take me 30 minutes. That was 20 years ago for me. Well, we won't talk about that. Help. <laughs> I mean, it's it's 16 years ago for me. It's not, um, it's not that much better. No, it's not. <laughs> but if you could go back, knowing what you know now and how to balance out that work and play and how to schedule things and how to study, <laughs> which I did not know then. Yeah. But how much better would that balance look like then, especially without where the internet was in its infancy? Be, I mean... Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. But that's not what we're assessing. We're talking (laughs) about what literally was it then. What is it now? Yeah. And you're going with now. I'm going with now because I, I not only see and understand the value of work, I have been able to craft a life for myself where I am fortunate enough to mesh, to mesh the two, mm. the things. If I, if I, you like that blurred line? I do, because if God forbid, I, uh, my, my job all of a sudden turned into this thing where I was working with just numbers and just stuck in a tiny cubicle and just doing the things, basically the modern day production line, right? Mm-hmm. The things that that our parents and their parents did. Were, were production lines. You sat along a conveyor belt, you picked up a thing, you screwed a thing in, you hammered in a thing and you put it back on the conveyor belt and you moved on and you did that for 8, 10, 12 hours a day. Nowadays, sitting in, in cubicle farms and and writing code or writing emails and responses to things and whatever that looks like, that's the modern day production line. And there's a lot of those jobs available and they pay a little bit better than say, burger king or mcdonald's or fast food or whatever um and you get benefits and blah 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 blah. so people do those things and i i i see the the benefit of um what i'm doing now and god forbid that i was woke up tomorrow and i had to do (laughs) i had to do that job i would go home and do the things to unwind what i'm doing now for work right so would that make them better though oh yeah oh yeah it would (laughs) it would it would because because it's something that i'm doing for myself but it doesn't justify that change to go to work out of that you know that that dichotomy work and play to to make you hate work that much to make play that much better it's not worth it Correct. Okay. correct. And so the, uh, there's a there's a quote that I love that says the the uh, the work that you're doing on the side should be the work that you should be doing full time. What is it you're doing when you you have zero obligations on your plate? And for me, the stuff that I'm that I'm getting to do in my current work life um, is what I would be doing. If I weren't doing this for my work life, <laughs> right, right, I'd still be doing it in some capacity, and I, I can't, I can't discount that as much as I, I do like to complain about work because it's a fun thing to do. It's so fun to complain about work. <laughs> so I think this might be the first time that we've differed in this way. Oh, okay. But I think, yeah, I, I think this is something that I'm, I, I think it's better as a kid. I, th- the I think, yeah, okay, be- just because there is that same exactly what we we're talking about. But the stakes aren't that high. Uh, I mean, we're talking about... It's not... The, the idea of going in and doing something mundane for 8, 10, 12 hours a day, it, it, you're right. It's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking right. about going in and you have to go to your homeroom and you have to, to watch the morning announcements on the TV and you have to go to your you know couple classes, go to lunch, go to, go to PE, mm-hmm. go to a couple more classes, go home. And at the time that was that was the nightmare that uh, was it was terrible but looking back it i'm sure it's rose colored glasses yeah but there is something about it's like that's that's not that bad to in order to get back that idea of just being able to disconnect hmm. being able to to have that that play that work versus right. play where the play was completely disconnected No one was watching me. I it sounds like I'm doing something really shady. (laughs) And I could just kill all the kittens I wanted to. No no no. And and Uh, and, and that like and that you could I could play outside until sunset. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. And that was it was just this this pure just able to do whatever, you know, whatever I wanted. I get it. And not have to worry about my followers. (laughs) You know, so you like it because that I'm doing I'm doing a a seesaw hand emoji. You liked it because that is an emoji. uh, American sign language. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know sign language. Emoji. Praise hands. Uh, So you 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 liked it better as a kid because the tipping of that scale was more drastic. I think so. Toward play. Like play was better. As as much as I didn't like. Towards work. As much as I. (laughs) Towards work. I love to work. (laughs) Suffering is the best. As much as I. I, Yeah. As much as. (laughs) As much as play is still great. And I I like my work more now than I like work then. It was the fact that I enjoy. I think I enjoyed play more then. Hmm. More, More than I hated the work. You enjoyed play. More than than you hated the work. Then. Wait, I'm sorry. I, I, That's I'm, right. That's exactly right. Okay. You got it. So your 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 love for the work or your love outweighed, for the play then outweighed, outweighed then. literally on a seesaw gotcha. emoji. Okay. It outweighed. It was on the lower end of the okay. seesaw emoji. And I think it's better for me now because the that balance is, is more is more even, it's it's more the, even. It's a, it's it is more it's the even seesaw emoji. Seesaw emoji. <laughs> I don't know why is that emoji. <laughs> Like, I don't know why I said him. Like you're holding a piece of pie and there's like a red balloon coming off the top of it. This is what we're talking about. <laughs> it's a singularity and we're a part of the internet now and we're never going to escape. We are. Isn't that terrifying that this recording, like what if- Don't talk What about if the it? world wipes out- This is my playtime. and This, this re- is not work. <laughs> this is play. No, I'm until saying- Until we get sponsors. This recording is the only thing that survives- <laughs> This is the one thing in the nuclear wasteland. Yep. I was rich. Uh, you should make a statue of me. This is Felix, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Don't make a statue of me. I don't care about you. Ah. Okay, Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you like what we're doing here, do us a huge favor and leave us a positive review because it really helps the podcast out. And if you don't like what we're doing here, you know, leave us a positive review and we'll know it's sarcastic and we'll take that to heart and we'll feel really bad about it. So either way, you're, you're doing us a favor. I, I will feel really bad about it. I will too.